embrace I want to believe we have a chance to let our hearts escape I need you here with me, you see it on my face I know that when our heartbeats run, troubles will be overcome When are you coming back, I miss your strong embrace I want to believe we have a chance to let our hearts escape I need you here with me, you see it on my face I know that when our heartbeats work, troubles will be overcome When you coming back, I miss your strong embrace I want to believe we have a chance to let our hearts escape I need you here with me, you see it on my face And know that when our heartbeats run, troubles will be overcome Embrace, embrace, I miss your strong embrace I want to believe we have a chance to let our hearts escape Embrace, embrace, you see it on my face And know that when our heartbeats run, troubles will be overcome I need you here with me, you see it on my face I know that when our heartbeats run, troubles will be overcome When you coming back, I miss your strong embrace I want to believe we have a chance to let our hearts escape I need you here with me, you see it on my face I know that when our heartbeats run, troubles will be overcome Oh 
All right, welcome everyone to another episode of Festival Talk. I'm your host, David Sikorsky, and we are broadcasting live from our studios here in San Francisco via BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. I am joined today with our special guest, Ryan Mannix, who's another homie and a music writer, um, an excellent festival goer, and a really great great taste in music that I uh, am happy to have him join us today. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Um, So today's topic of conversation is... You know, as festival season's going to start ramping up, one of the genres of festivals that always is kind of happening throughout the year, it doesn't really have a season, is those transformational electronic festivals. And those are uh, existing and occurring almost every week throughout the year and every month. So there's not really a season for those. Um, One of the ones that I kind of wanted to speak about in particular today was Lightning in a Bottle. which is a really fun festival, really beautiful, very art creative. Um, it happens in, wait, where is it? Bradley. Bradley, Bradley, California. It's bounced around a lot. Where is it, where else has it been? Um, I'm not too sure about the other spots. I know, I think it was in Santa Monica one time, but like it's, it's traveled. I know that it's taken like two different hiatuses since its inception. Oh, wow. It started out as like a, a birthday party or, you know, some sort of private event that the Do Lab did for like two or three years before they even opened it up to the public in like 2004. Um, I'm not sure if this is the first or second year. This I know it's in their, um, so Lightning in a Bottle is in their 16th year. This year mm-hmm. we marked their 16th. Last year they uh, peaked at their attendance with around 20,000 people, which is a pretty good sized festival. I mean, it's not like a shit show outside lands where it's like 150,000 or that's not like someone like that, but um, 20,000 is a good size. Yeah. It's a good yeah. amount of people, but you might, it's still just small enough. You might run into people, you know? Yeah. I think it's the smaller of the festivals that I've been to. Um, and this is going to be the first transformational for me. So I'm excited about that. I'm, I was just telling you that I'm actually pretty young as a, as a festival goer goes um the first festival i really went to when i moved out here from connecticut was um what's it called the monterey cali roots festival which is reggae yeah so that's a a lot of fun and that's a kind of a smaller one too i'd be i never went to that what's that like it's a lot of fun um all reggae nice And, and and actually you're you're starting to see the electronic revolution kind of just like crossover into almost all genres so when you're camping you hear a lot of people playing like dubstep dub reggae dub, you know dub it, reggae? It, it's actually pretty dope music to listen Tra- to but reggae music yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's it i just i just coined the term reggae. so uh, let's when do you it. Hear it you'll know Trigay started here on Festival Talk first. <laughs> awesome. Well, again, 20,000 people isn't bad, and it happens on Memorial Day weekend, which is mm-hmm. the, the end of May, which is perfect timing for a, mostly every single person. So regardless of students and you know working professionals, everyone tends to have that weekend off, and semesters are over, and everyone's getting ready for the summer, and it's just a perfect timing. So... The festival gets pretty flanked, it's pretty uh, um, sold out, but it is a camping festival, and I would highly advise in camping for it. I don't know 
if you're trying to do an Airbnb or something close by to make it a little bit more glamping. But I would <laughs> highly suggest camping for this festival as it includes some incredible artwork and just very engaging and interactive experiences that's outside of the musical stages. Yeah, and they actually just announced for the first year they're going to be opening up the Wednesday. Um, so it's a fourth day before the music starts for you to go set up. And the, to me, the most important part of this news is that it's an extra day to go and set up your camp to get a, like a prime location before the music starts. Oh, that's pretty but, cool. Yeah, the, a lot of the seminars, a lot of the meditation seminars and other things that make this an all-inclusive transformational festival will be going on. Uh, without the music so it'll be a really good way to kind of just vibe out with all the other festival goers meet some strangers uh, make some connections and get your yoga on before you know it gets crazy because it is I, I it seems like kind of a hybrid festival it's like the, not the most transformational of all the transformational festivals it seems so it it's does attract like a lot it's of people gotten pretty big over the years so it's it's kind of i think lost that aspect because it's mm -hmm. become so popular so you have a lot of people that are just going a lot of the Coachella fans. Yeah. If that makes sense. There is a crossover. Yeah, yeah. Which is unfortunate, but I mean it doesn't it doesn't deteriorate from the fact that they still they still their down low offer that yeah. transformational, that artistic creative aspect. Yeah. And that crossover I mean it's bound to happen when you get such a killer lineup year yeah. after year. Which which do you want to talk about it? I mean yeah, we can get absolutely. we can get right into the the lineup this year is pretty it's pretty incredible. I'm a huge fan of it. I think um are there any that kind of jumped out to you right away? or 100 Waters. Uh, <laughs> ah, nice. Right away because that just seems like it makes so much sense in this setting. And I, I fell in love with 100 Waters at Independent a couple years back. And then, oh, nice. Uh, when they played that um, offshoot show for Treasure Island this past year at the California Academy of Sciences, yeah, that was just like, yeah. Yeah, no, the 100 Waters, the the band from Gainesville, Florida, they mm -hmm. I saw them perform when they host their own um, micro music festival in Arizona called Form Arco Santi, and their music and the way they perform is just very um, mesmerizing, to say yeah. the least. And I guess seeing them at something like Lightning in the Bottle would be a most perfect setting to kind of just get lost in their trance. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So they're, they're, they're pretty incredible. I think that's a definitely, definitely a highlight band to check out fighting bottle um going down this lineup we have some of the, the big heavy hitters coming out which is pretty incredible so like i personally wasn't thinking of going to lightning in a bottle this year i was just like it i, I hear rumors that it's just gotten too too big and you get all mm -hmm. the, the crowds that are too cool for school so they're like ah man it's ruined now yeah um so unfortunately i was taking that into heavy account until this lineup came out and i'm just like um, dude, I'm totally going. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't really care if there are going to be a bunch of like little kids with you know rocking some, you know, bro jerseys or some shit. I'd, I'd, I I I want to go see Chet Faker <laughs> and Grimes and Jamie XX hit this main stage up. Mm -hmm. and that's that's incredible. I mean, those are some you know Grimes just came out with the Art Angels uh, album, which was you know one of my favorite albums of 2015, and then Jamie XX, you know, the side project from the XXX mm -hmm. or the XX. It's just incredible. <laughs> I just threw on a triple X there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Vin Diesel now producing. Yeah, Vin Diesel is now producing <laughs> the XX, which are now the XXX. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm glad that I'm going to have another chance to see Jamie XX. I'm pissed I missed out when he was here twice. Came to Oakland. He came to Oakland. Twice. He came here and a bunch of times. What he's was like always here. He's, I guess so. Does he live here? I guess so. Does he live in the East Bed? Does Jamie XX live in the East Bed? Oh, man. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I haven't had the chance to see him at a festival 
um, lot of, so I'm sure it'll be pretty incredible. And mm -hmm. I don't know what his light show is gonna probably be. So mm -hmm. I'd be really curious as to what the visuals, because Lightning in a Bottle is a very visual heavy festival. I mean, it's I one imagine. of those things where if you wanna um, quote unquote, step outside the boundaries of reality in mm -hmm. one way or another, uh, <laughs> you have all the visual cues that would be appropriate for assisting in that transformation. Yeah. So, um, Jamie XX, I'd be really curious to see because his music is awesome. His music's so dope and it's so rad. Um, continuing down this lineup, is there anyone else that, uh, I mean, we have some other heavy hitters. Big Gigantic is a bit too dancey for me, but it should mm. be it should be a party. I mean, that'll be yeah. that might be that crowd that people are talking about. You know that you know kind of uh, fist pump crowd. But I mean, at the same time, Big Gigantic is awesome, and it'll just be a good party. It'll be a good dance yeah. party. And it's it's you know what to talk about the people that are coming in that are totally oblivious to what a transformational festival is. It's it's kind of cool, even though for the people that are are they're all about the transformational side of things uh it does kind of impede on their experience a little bit to have something like these you know people just kind of bouncing around yeah just aimlessly super drunk and get fucked up and party but around. it does give a chance to allow people to discover what it is and ah. and like kind of open up and not be that guy yeah so i'm glad about that yes and so as it grows it could actually be more of an educational thing and hopefully diminish the bro population <laughs> yeah yeah no i mean ultimately that that is the conversation you know when you go to like art art events and gallery events and everyone's just like oh what are all these like basic bitches and bros doing here <laughs> they're ruining it this is no longer cool but at the same time you know you'd like to think that maybe this would have some type of a positive influence on people and kind of broaden their horizons in terms of the music that they listen to and mm. the way they act in general yeah. yeah so that's very true i mean transformational festivals work in all aspects of the word and all the sense. Yeah. Um, some of the, some of the rest of the lineup, uh, Nako and Medicine for the People. I've, I've, yeah, I've seen this name, especially following the reggae festival. This, they're, they're yeah, super yeah. like world. Yeah. Nako, um, Nako Bear is this amazing artist and musician who kind of found himself, um, back into some older Hawaiian kind of, a spirit and island spirit and just from there just became this just very inspirational and positive good vibe good energy musician um you you leave from you know the way he interacts with the audiences and how his little uh on stage banter with everyone he just kind of really just promotes this really good feel with everyone this really good sense of community and that would be a really great performance to see as well um Heading down the line uh, on just the lightning stage, this is the main stage for the Lightning in the Bottle Festival. There's some really incredible um, Emancipator Ensemble is literally my go-to Pandora station for years now really? in terms of just finding some of that, um, I don't want to call it white noise music, but just something that's just very pleasant that doesn't interrupt your thought of like your thinking, but still provides a very just calming sense. Ambient focus yes, music. Yes, love me some ambient focus music. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love seeing Rubble Bucket on this playlist. Yeah. Rubble Bucket was like my jam back in New York a few years ago, and it's just like, what? This is gonna, that'd be super fun. Have you seen Rubble Bucket before? I've seen their name on the bill at Rickshaw Stop a couple times, but yeah. unfortunately I have not been able to make it out. Yeah. It, it prompted a couple listens, and I, I am excited to see them they're, finally. They're a, a super fun alternative rock band, um, so seeing them on this lineup is super fun. Uh, a few others on just this stage. Are there any other names just on the lightning stage that come to mind for you? Yeah, Rari. Rari is... Um, 
I remember I, I started listening to his music because his album cover caught my eye because it looked like he, it's him shirtless, which is in itself a oh, work of art. He's, he's a sexy man. Is he? He's a good yeah. build man. Yeah, he's, he's a, he takes he's the a, time, does a few push-ups in the morning. Yeah, he, he does his sit-ups. Nice. But but it, it kind of reminded me of a Wiz Khalifa cover. So I was like, oh, who's this dude? And, and yeah. it's not at all like Wiz Khalifa's music. It's actually really artful, really beautiful. Yeah. Uh, not that Wiz Khalifa isn't. It's just in a <laughs> totally different way. Totally different way. Yeah. Um, and he does have a collaboration with a few um, hip-hop artists as well on, oh, awesome. on his latest city. So check him out. But the next one, the one I'm most excited for, at least for this stage, is Dirtwire. Dirtwire um, is a band that formed, it's a duo, and one half of which is a member of, uh, what's it called, Beats Antique. And Beats Antique is a really interesting crew. Um, so Dirtwire is kind of more of an electronic um, aspect of Beats Antique. Uh, they're they're kind of super world music, kind of think think like Indian sounds. Oh, that's um, awesome! Really good for meditation. Only Dirtwire gets kind of more hyphy, so oh, really? like it's gonna be one of those like if if you're working out or like meditating or doing yoga to to uh, Dirtwire, you're definitely doing one of those like way more energetic ones. <laughs> they're from Oakland, so oh, it's cool. definitely gonna be one to check out at Lightning Stage. Well, it's great to see some Bay Area bands represented at the Lightning in a Bottle. Yeah, um, that's awesome. I didn't even know about Dirtwire. So that is now on my radar to check, check out, out their SoundCloud. Um, well, let's uh, let's take a quick music break and we'll listen to some of the artists that we just uh, spoke about here on the Lightning stage. This is kind of the main stage here at Lightning in a Bottle for 2016. To confirm, Lightning in a Bottle this year is on May 25th to May 30th. I highly recommend camping for it. And here are a few of the artists that are on this year's 2016 lineup from the main stage. And we'll be back on Festival Talk via BFF.FM.
well before it's hardened With the flick of the hair it can make you old Another hole to dig my soul in I'll leave anything bare that keeps me so A physical kiss is nothing without it And you close your eyes to see what it's done
and what the hell they have planned for us. I cry for the creatures who can left behind, but everything will change in the blink of an eye. And if you wish to survive, you will find the guide inside. Da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> 
God All of the love and understanding between the Father and the Son Do you believe in the perfectness of where you are? These are my people, these are my children, this is the land that I would fight for My solidarity is telling me to patiently be moving the musical medicine around the planet in a hurry Cause there's no time to wait Gotta wake up the people, time to stand up and say We know what we are for And how we became so informed Bodies of info Performing such miracles I am a
So that was a little taste of the music that's going to be performing on the main stage at this year's 2016 Lightning in a Bottle. Um, there's some really great performers. Some of the some of the few acts or the bigger headliners that we just listened to was Chet Faker, Grimes, Jamie XX, Ibei, Emancipator Ensemble, Nako, and Medicine for the People. Uh, Hundred Waters, who are again both Ryan and mine personal favorites, Marion Hill, Alina Braz, and Rubble Bucket, and a few others. And of course, you can always follow the playlist uh, live on our site. On the top of the page, you can see the performer and the track title. So you can always check that out. So getting back into it, so LIB. It's happening on May 25th to May 30th, Memorial Day weekend in Bradley, California. And it's going to be pretty incredible um, in terms of the lineup. It's, it's pretty solid. We move now on to the other second stage, which is called the Thunder Stage. And a few of the performers are on that lineup. Um, and I know you've seen perform. Cashmere Cat is going to be there. A bunch of times, yeah. I think the first time I saw them was uh, the Mad Decent Block Party that takes place here in Berkeley. I uh, saw them at Treasure Island as well last year. I think a couple other times. But uh, yeah, Cash, Cashy Cat ready to get cashy it's gonna be a party on, on the thunder stage oh sure. yeah no absolutely and then of course we have the wonderful california native of uh toki monster toki. also known as jennifer lee but again better known as toki monster who spent the better half of 2015 on tour in support of her album forever forever whatever however you pronounce it. <laughs> um but she's an amazing act super fun super uh super incredible in terms of her stage presence and kind of just really um being a professor of studying the crowd and really just analyzing their energy and building them up and taking them to just a really fun place she's really great at that uh toki monster is one of those then again there's the polish ambassador which is you know a very household name i would i would feel like uh, Mr. Carmack, really fun. Let's see, let's go keep, keep going down this lineup. Hayden James, uh, for me, is this amazing singer, songwriter, and producer from Sydney, Australia. Um, he actually had one of these like top 50 hits in Australia called Something About You uh, back in 2014. That I was a huge fan of. He was also spent, um, I think it was either a year ago or two years ago now, is he was in uh, support and he was touring with Odessa too. So Odessa was... Uh, his main kind of he was supporting their tour and it kind of filled together so if you if you're familiar with like odessa's kind of music then you'd be familiar with hayden james's kind of vibe um heading down that list are there any others that kind of stick out to you autograph is on there the the funk hunters are this is this really great group that kind of um just you know kind of meshes together these great producers that mesh together funk music and dance music and just puts a little electronic uh, twist to it, so they're always super fun. Um, when I think of the Funk Hunters, even when I see them perform live, I always feel like they're one of those silent disco DJs who's just—it's just a really fun act that you can just see everyone dancing around to their own in their own way, mm-hmm. um, even though you're listening to them loud, loud, live. I know it's a weird analogy, but that's just how I, I picture them. <laughs> um, is there anyone else on that Thunder stage that kind of comes out to you? Uh, you know what? We kind of covered the ones that I am familiar with, other than. Um Bleep Bloop and Cozy. Uh, Bleep Bloop was actually in the Bay Area not too long ago, uh, I believe, at 1015. Uh, just kind of in support. So you might have caught that, but most likely not because it was kind of like an underhanded undercard type. Uh, I did not fill. see anything about Bleep Bloop, and it's an incredible uh, name. 
But yeah, 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 it is. Uh, started out as a record label, I'm pretty sure. Um, oh, cool. And it's kind of like that 8-bit Nintendo type sound. <laughs> but uh, Closey is is really cool. A girl named Chloe. Um, multi-instrumentalist. She's a French producer. Um, I was just checking out her Facebook page, and she has a couple videos up. Uh, one of the feature videos is of her just like laying down this really cool, uh, simple, vibey uh, track, and then soloing over it. So she's a guitarist as well. Oh, so she kind of like layers her own tracks with live instruments. Does exactly. she do that when she performs live? I'm curious. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm very happy to, I, I to love, go and check it out. I love how um, one of my favorite things is how Tycho also layers all his live performances with real instruments. You know, he's, it's all these pr producers that are not uh, button pushers. That even though they do have a layered of other types of tracks and beats that they've pre-recorded, they're also performing something that is live for the audience to see and enjoy, which is which is a really great way for me personally to connect with musicians and artists seeing that. I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So closey, dude. That sounds awesome. She's a French producer, right? Yep. Absolutely. Awesome. And you know, the Thunder Stage and Wood Woogie Stage, um, both of those are going to be fun explore, exploration stages for me. I'm going to be exploring a lot of new music. A lot of times I like to go into uh, performance without even doing any research or homework on the artist yeah, and just, just be in. completely surprised by it. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, that's awesome. Well, I think Closey for me is probably going to be one of those um, Hayden James, if no one's familiar with it, but they like Odessa kind of stuff. I would I, I'd highly recommend that. Um, on the Woogie stage, which is the third stage of Lightning Bottle and the final stage, They've got some really great performers as well. Fortet comes out to me right off the bat. Um, Guy Gerber is pretty good. A lot of this, I feel like, is a little bit more energetic, dancier, electronic Lady. music that you're used to. Mm -hmm. um, a little step away from the ambient music. Yeah, kind of straightforward, this is energetic, be a, Yeah, this is going to be like electronic, energetic party stuff. I know so Fortet if you want to rave out, the Woogie stage is it. Um, Anybody else on that lineup? We have uh, Lee Burridge, Josh Wink, uh, Steve Bug, Monkey Safari, Justin J, Lane Eight, Frances Francesco Lombardo. Um, the the three stages are going to be awesome this year. I mean, there's yeah. some incredible acts. Um, besides that, do you want to just get into a few of these uh, tunes and just listen to a few of the, the the artists? Yeah, absolutely. Cool, cool. So we'll. Well, I'll take a music break right now and listen to some of the music and the lineup that's going to be performing on the two other stages besides the main stage at this year's Lightning in a Bottle. We'll listen to some tracks from the Thunder stage from maybe Toki Monster, some Closey, Autograph, the Funk Hunters. But listen closely, see uh, if you like it. Again, Lightning in a Bottle this year is occurring on Memorial Day weekend. So make sure to get your tickets if you like what you hear. Uh, and we'll be back shortly. I'd give you 
There's something about you. 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 What about a hit? What about a hit of your love? Start to shake. Start to shake with your hand. Will it ever click? Whatever click, are you a freak? You turn and face me Maybe this time I'll choose What about a hit? What about a hit of your love? Start to shake Start to shake with your hand Whatever click Whatever click, are you a freak? You turn and face me Maybe this time I'll choose Are you afraid? You turn and face me. 
remember when the music just felt so good. I don't know where we went wrong. Gotta bring back that feeling. Yeah, you know the one I'm talking about. That feeling that's been gone for way too long. Gotta bring back that feeling. You know the one I'm talking about.
All right, so that was some more music that's going to be played at this year's Lightning in a Bottle. Uh, Again, the first part of the segment today, we were listening to some music from the main stage. A bit of the music that you just listened to recently was some of the music that's going to be played at the Woogie stage and the Thunder stage from acts like Fortet. The last people just listened to are the Funk Hunters. Um... The Desert Dwellers was that like 10 minute track that we just listened to that was just very ambient and chill that just made you want to just vibe out. Um, they're one of the ones that I would certainly not miss when I'm there, especially because if you read the lineup, they have in parentheses live experience under Desert Dwellers. So I can only imagine, and Ryan and I were talking about this, that they would have like live live instruments, live band, but also maybe some other really fun interactive things like some belly dancers or some dancing and who knows what else. But I mean, I love the fact that they added in that little parentheses as live experience. It actually means a lot. I know you probably skip over it with your eyes when you read through the lineup, but things like live experience and or DJ set mean a whole different thing. Yep. The fine print definitely the fine is, print uh, means a lot. If it key. says bonobo here and under sentence DJ set, you're literally listening to just what Bonobo listens to on his commute sometimes. It's not, you're not listening to Bonobo. You're listening to uh, his playlist on his commute. He's just going to yeah. come, plug in an iPod, and just press play for the night. So it's, you, have to, you have to read the fine print sometimes. And I think yeah. the live experience fine print under Desert Dwellers is something that you should definitely, definitely, you know, take seriously. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, live experience. Uh, it, it's a fully immersive transformational festival, so... Get ready to just get involved. It's going to be a lot of fun. What's, um, what are our final thoughts? Um, I'm excited about Fortet. Um, I didn't. I haven't really listened to a lot of Fortet. They've been on my peripheral. He has been on my peripheral for a little while. I know that he did a uh, EP with, like a split EP with Tom York back in the day in 2011, which is um, relevant now because actually Radiohead just got signed on for Outside Lands. That'll be another discussion down the line this year. But yeah. um, that's big. Um, Lane 8, German producer, going to be awesome. Um, just final thoughts. Thinking thinking about that early day admission before the music starts to really get into the vibe, the swing of things as, as a transformational festival to before kind of, you know, the outside crowd that really doesn't really know what that means gets there. Yeah. That's going to be key to make the connections and really kind of get involved with what, you know, everything that Lightning Bottle has to offer outside of the music. And then, uh, obviously... There's a lot of gold on the undercard as well, like Closey, French producer. Uh, it's going to be huge. Uh, she's. I'm very excited to see her. Uh, Mr. Carmack, San Francisco native. Uh, he's a mad decent DJ. Um, we mentioned Rubble Bucket. Rari is coming up. It, there's a lot going on in this festival. Yeah, and so we're recommending this one. This is one you have to go to. Um, I'm not going to be missing Dirtwire. <laughs> 
No joke. They're All an right. o- Oakland Oakland band that's kind of like a really worldly sound that's going to be really mesh well with the vibe of Lightning and Bottle altogether. Well, for me, the headliners are solid. Chet Faker, Grimes, Jamie XX, those are not sellout headliners to me. Those are very artistic, creative headliners who stick true to their music and their art form. So for me, Lightning and Bottle is a very a must you know given that there's some some past thoughts on the fact that it's been around for so long it's become so so over popular um popularized it, it it's gonna it's true to its name it's gonna be true to its festival um again your experience is whatever you make it and the lineup here will perf- provide some great music i mean 100 waters 100 waters does no wrong to me grimes does no wrong to me um Toki monster does no wrong hayden james mm-hmm. All these artists just go down the lineup. It's amazing, and I would highly recommend it. I think Ryan seems pretty super stoked about this. Yeah, I'm really excited. It's going to be my first transformational, and uh, if, if you're sold by the lineup, uh, definitely go with an open mind to what it is and what it has to offer that's kind of beyond that typical cookie yeah. cutter Bud Light festival. Like, Make sure you go with an open mind and, and like get ready to do some yoga and, and kind of get outside of yourself. Yeah, do these little art art experiences outside, and you know it's not all about the music. It's about you know creating a brand new community of family and friendship, and just good positive vibes because we're all humans and we all love sound. At least the ones <laughs> who can listen to it. If not, we all love to dance. One love. Yeah, absolutely. So again, that was some music today and some discussion on lightning in a bottle. It's Memorial Day weekend, so everyone from students to working professionals should have that weekend off to. Find something to do, and this happens on May 25th to May 30th in Bradley, California, on the San Antonio Recreation Area. Boom. Again, um, go online, get some tickets, get get your camping gear together, and um, thanks again for tuning in to Festival Talk. I want to thank our special guest, Ryan Mannix, who's an amazing Bay Area writer, radio host, and all the great things after that. So thank you for joining us. Um, Again, we are broadcasting live from our studios here in San Francisco via BFF.FM. Thanks, and we'll tune in with you all next time.